Welcome back to the Bell World Podcast. Today's episode sparks a series where I make my own perfect albums from some of my favorite artists. Almost a year ago during quarantine, we were all finding ways to fill our time and prevent ourselves from going crazy. I was in a group chat with two of my friends when one of them sent a link to a YouTube video by Alpha Media titled Making the Perfect Kanye Album, The Hero's Journey. Immediately after watching the video, my mind was overflowing with ideas about albums to create, storylines to tell, and musical compositions I've always wanted to hear. So I spent about three days straight creating albums for some of my favorite artists. But we didn't just jump into this project without some ground rules. Obviously, Making the perfect album would be easy if you could pick as many songs as you want from your favorite album. We wanted to challenge one another in telling a story that was musically pleasing while including a fair amount of music from the artist's discography. Finally, we all agreed upon the following rules. For a title of the creator's discography, we could choose three tracks from each of his five studio albums, Goblin, Wolf, Cherry Bomb, Flower Boy, and Igor. We excluded Bastard as it is not on streaming services and eliminated singles for this round. That would leave us with a 15-track album and full creative expression. Once the rules were set, I immediately went to work. In Alpha Media's video, he talks about how there are infinite possibilities on arranging the perfect album, and I completely agree. Even in our group of three, we all tackled our albums with different goals and methods in mind. My first goal was to create an album with a good plotline. If I were to go off of musical composition alone, I would have neglected an album that was lyrically logical. Once I picked songs that roughly told a story, I decided to arrange them in a way that was pleasing to the ears. I listened to the last 30 seconds of each track and the first 30 seconds of the following track to ensure smooth transitions. Once I made sure transitions were pleasant, I was itching to create a monologue for storytelling of this album. Let's just say I've been looking forward to creating this podcast for almost a year. Now that you understand the method, let's get into the album I have titled On the Spectrum by Tyler the Creator. Track 1, Cowboy from Wolf. I did not hesitate to include Cowboy as my album opener. Around this time, I was on a huge wolf kick and Cowboy was going to be one of my favorite Tyler songs of all time. I think that the energy of Cowboy is made for introducing a story about solitude and mental malcontent. The opening words, knock knock, aligned with the simple drumbeat of this song, was no doubt perfect for introducing the energy of the album I was trying to create. Tyler has a very aggressive tone in this song that shows that he isn't melancholy about his loneliness, but instead has embraced his role as the cowboy on his own trip. Cowboy ends with some high synths and the sound effect of a record that has abruptly stopped spinning. Then transitions into the keys and soft vocals of 911, Mr. Lonely from Flower Boy. This track has a tone that is not as heavy as Cowboy and has a tempo and instrumentals that are almost celebratory. You can't listen to this track without wanting to move your feet. For On the Spectrum, this track implies that some time has passed and Tyler has accepted loneliness as part of his life no matter how many things he has or people he sees. The bridge brings us back to some of that cowboy loneliness in the delivery of his lyrics. At the end of this track, there is cheering and more synths that lead us into awkward. Awkward from Wolf tells us that Tyler has finally met somebody. He falls in love immediately. He's young, excited, and naive. His loneliness has finally been alleviated, or so he hopes. During the bridge, though, his doubts creep back in. Soon, this insecurity is pushed out by the vocals. You're my girlfriend, whether you like it or not. Implying that despite feeling like he rushed into his feelings, he still thinks he's in love. The slow tempo drums of Awkward, turning into the fast tempo drums of I Think from Igor, display the speed of Tyler's descent into obsession with his new lover.
four, 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 four. Tyler admits that he needs, depends on his lover's attention. Yet in the chorus, he says, how can I tell you? Begging the question, has he even expressed his infatuation with this person that he claims to be in love with? The intensity of his emotion might even beg the question, is his lover even a real person at all? The unfinished piano chord that I think ends on picks up way too well on two-seater from Cherry Bomb. This is one of the transitions that made my jaw drop. At the time I created this album, I was house-sitting for my aunt, and I have a vivid memory of laying on the couch after creating this album and preparing to listen to it in full. It was a warm, sleepy day in quarantine, and right about at two-seater, I began to drift into a nap. I wasn't fully asleep because I could still hear the music, but the benefit of being half asleep was that my mind was creating vivid visuals for this song particularly. This song, to me, acts as the turning point in the story and really takes it from a tale of loneliness and unrequited love to a tale of a person on the spectrum of mental illness with vivid hallucinations of what they think is love. During the bridge is when I envisioned Tyler in the car with his lover, but if you could imagine the song as a music video, the director would never allow you to see this person, and would only include the view of Tyler seemingly talking to, ranting to, this other individual. Lyrically, the song seems to be very one-sided as well. The background vocals seem to accompany Tyler, but not contribute to the dialogue he is offering. The ending skit played into this concept as well. I envision Tyler showing up to this show with his girl, but the people he is talking to only see Tyler as this alone, withdrawn boy. This song offers the opportunity to create your own story, but to me, the beautiful yet inconsistent instrumental paired with the dichotomy of electronic synths with the string orchestra cause your ears and mind to work for comprehension of the meaning of this song. Two Seater's Darkness transitions easily into She from Goblin. After Two Seater, Tyler has completely unhinged. His unrequited passion for this girl has caused him to stalk her and even have fantasies of killing her so that nobody else can have her. She ends with screaming, leading us into Blow My Load from Cherry Bomb. The ending of She implies that Tyler got his way with this girl, whether that is sexually or he got into her home and killed her. Whether this is truth or fantasy, we don't know. Blow My Load has a lighter feel, though it implies that Tyler has unlocked a new side of himself by finally appealing to women for his advantage. Though these women are consenting to be with him, they don't realize that Tyler has this dark and extremely violent side to him that is rooted in the rejection he felt from his first lover. Blow My Load ends with a radio host skit, transitioning pleasantly into Fish from Goblin, which sounds like a storytelling tune one might hear on the radio. Tyler is brutally honest on Fish, lyrically. He's describing his methods of luring women into his murderous trap. He admits to seeing a shrink for his behavior and even concern from his neighbors smelling the bodies of his victims. But he doesn't want to stop. The end of Fish has a maniacal, angry energy that leads us into New Magic Wand from Igor, where Tyler confronts the unpacked anger he feels from his first lover. He admits he's killing other women out of true desire to kill his old lover and her new partner. New Magic Wand represents the climate of On the Spectrum. Tyler begins to realize his illness. I think this song is the perfect musical representation of Tyler's mental illness. New Magic Wand shows that Tyler is not afraid to kill his original lover.
Untitled 63 is a jazz tune from Goblin, offering us an intermission to process the climax of New Magic Wand. Now that Tyler has realized his illness, he is ready to face it head on. He can't erase the acts he's committed, but he can tackle the deep-rooted fear of rejection that he developed from experiencing unrequited love at a young age. During Untitled 63, I sort of imagined a short montage of Tyler seeing a therapist, receiving help from his brother, writing music, sitting with his emotion with no distinct timeline but long enough to imply Tyler has finally overcome this first heartbreak and has written a tune to his first lover about how he feels now. Tyler can finally confidently say that he doesn't love her anymore. Finally, Tyler is ready to reflect on this period of his life. From falling in love, being rejected, experiencing hallucinations, harming women, and finally hitting that breaking point and seeking help. This time frame is easier to process when personified, so he names it November. Tyler realizes that sometimes you even miss periods of hardship and illness. Healing isn't always easy, and self-awareness is sometimes more painful than the root of your trauma. November has an energy that implies that Tyler is much older and through reflecting, realizes that the rejection from his lover wasn't the first experience of unrequited love, but started much younger. Answer from Wolf. Tyler speaks about his father and being left by him at a very young age. No wonder Tyler had such a strong, intense reaction to rejection when he was turned away by his parent at a very young age. Tyler's loneliness will always be part of him because of this developmental experience. Tyler has gone full circle and reached a deep place of self-realization on Garden Shed from Flower Boy. This beautiful instrumental doesn't need lyrics to represent this feeling, but there still are lyrics, and they tell the audience to fly baby fly out the cocoon. This song seems to be directed at the audience, but also could be directed at himself. This garden shed is a metaphor for where Tyler was hiding all of this heavy emotion, this unpacked trauma and fear of loneliness.
He has finally realized that he doesn't have to hide and he is ready to fly. He just has to find his wings. Find Your Wings from Cherry Bomb finishes up this album by telling the audience that if Tyler found his wings, so can you. The beautiful instrumental has an intense yet positive tone, representing the weight of the emotional roundabout of the On The Spectrum experience. The world is yours. Your trauma and your pain don't have to keep you down forever. You too can be free. Thank you for listening to Bell World. Until next time.